Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Dez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. To make sure that it's right now on the JJ Philly Realty chat at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter, which is at war room sports. You can also call us directly in about 10 minutes when we open up the digital exchange technologies hotline. That phone number is 323 410 0012. When we're not live on the air, be sure to check out our archive episodes of our show. You can do that at warroomsports.com. We also have the War Room Sports mobile app, which is available on uh, iTunes and Android. Um, but you can find our show pretty much anywhere. Just look the War Room from War Room Sports and just check and look, listen to our podcast and always leave great feedback if you can. Be awesome. What's up, good bro? What's popping? I'm trying to rid our people of colonizers. <laughs> Yo, speaking of that, man, did you it? My man said that he would have ran up in that school. To rush that shit. You know what I mean? Even if he didn't have a gun, that's what he was about. He's about action, boss. What you think about that? Uh, repeat that question. Andy Toe was towing you, dog. Oh, damn. Let me know, let me know. Toe kicking too much, man. In case I gotta like go make some adjustments. But uh, what I was saying is, your president Trump said that even if he yeah, have yeah, a yeah. strap. What you say? Um. Yeah, that's that's just another case of I can't believe who is actually the executive commander of your nation. I can't believe it. This would not go down in Wakanda. Yo, man, your man is out of pocket, B. Like he's out definitely control. out of pocket. And no, but no one believes him on this. I wonder, like, is he really that delusional to think that anyone would believe that he would do that? Um, that he is the same thing that LeVar Ball is. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I think but LeVar Ball doesn't run the free world. That is, that, that is if you believe this world is free, but that's either here or there. I'm not trying to get him on Matrix-ish right now. But uh, at the end of the day, LeVar Ball just sucks as a wrong hoop, so I care that he's delusional. He can be delusional all he wants to. Um, yeah. You know. They 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 serve different purposes, but that's your president, though, dog. So what you saying? What you saying is Trump's delusional could get all four hundred million of us killed? True, 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 true. <laughs> yeah, these are facts, man. These are facts, man. Listen, man, um, so let's jump right into the show because it's like we're gonna talk about you know some we start to rap and how things can get. So let's not waste any time and let's just talk about some hot topics which are brought to you. Well, 
Because if you're not reading the sports books with the same old tires, sports lists, rankings, all that, blah, blah, blah. Listen, go get sports the book, man. Smart people won't get sports. You can get it at sportsbook.com or right to our website, warroomsports.com. But what you want to do is make sure that you cop up. Now listen, good brother. The National Football League, right? Papa John yeah, and the NFL still have FOH, their part base, uh, permanently at the point. And Pizza Hut jumped You know what I mean? Cut that check. So now pizza is the official pizza of the National Football League. What do you think about this, considering why Papa John like off that, that deal? Um, I think that Pizza Hut is being an opportunist um, and coming from the opportunistic nature of the colonizer's mind. I can see them jumping in and uh, stepping up to the plate to fill the void. Fill the void. Yeah, but my thing is, what about like Papa John's? How do you think they are considering, uh, you know, what happened there? Their, their CEO opening his mouth and essentially killing a great relationship that they had. Sales went down, everything, like, you know. Um, I, I honestly, I think they will rebound. Um, mm-hmm. I just think he, he, he made a terrible, he made a terrible mistake. Um, but they will rebound. Don't get it twisted. Cause it, Papa John is a mean follower. It's an interesting question, right? Interesting question is this, I guess this is the bigger, the, the bigger point I'm trying to get to. Where the climate, the, the corporate climate that we're currently in, where companies are forced to make a political stance one way or the other. I mean, you see it with all the current information about, uh, you um, guns, or what have you, and companies are forced to kind of make a decision. And this is something that, you know, in the past, you know, has companies were able to remain like politically neutral and, and, and still their thing. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Do you think the company is only a job is to, to make money for shareholders, as most people believe, or that is a thing that people are, are flexing their muscles, so to speak? Um, here's the funny thing, right? So that's an amazing question, and I'm going to answer it this way. I don't believe that you can force morality or mm-hmm. character upon anyone. I think that it's a choice, but I also think that what makes us or makes that the higher ideal is the fact that people can also choose how to divvy out consequences based on your lack of morality. And so in this day and age, because everyone is a reporter and the media extends beyond what we would consider the Associated Press to include every human being with a cell phone, camera, and and recording capability, Mm -hmm. more and more you'll find companies not only accidentally being caught up in the total media wave, I don't call it social media, I call it total media, in the total media wave, but they intentionally play play to the total media. They intentionally participate in Twitter, in Snapchat, in Instagram. And so now people are checking for the opinions of every single thing, including brand. What is your brand opinion on a particular topic or subject, whether it's relevant? Relevant is becomes relevant becomes kind of 
d- depending upon it, it, relevance is relative, if you will. And so mm-hmm. with a company stating a political opinion in the open air, it's kind of like, well, I believe everyone has a right to state that. No one should be forced to be, quote, unquote, moral. It's, a, it's, it's an obligation that you hold yourself to and a higher standard, and those that hold you accountable can't do it through the force of law, but mm-hmm. they can do it through their choice to respond and divvy out or mete out consequences. And that some of that is what we're seeing with Papa John. Yeah, what's interesting is like um, it, it's like I know years ago, uh, Gary V of the CQ economy, where because of social media and people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Jimmy, real quick, real quick. It's like it's like what you always say. You always say you can make an impact based on what you believe in, on where you spend your dollars. Mm-hmm. That's how you show the consequence to a company for lacking morals that align with yours. But go ahead. Yes, Sorry. Yes. I had but I'm just had like, because of this, like, now you have companies losing major deals. It's probably their biggest deal. I mean, I don't know that. I shouldn't say that because I don't know that. But, um, you know, what I'm assuming is one a huge deal, at least for that company. Um, and, like, companies being forced to pick a side, essentially. So I wonder, overall, do you think that all this transparency is a good thing for our world? Or do you think that we're going down a slippery slope when companies are forced to do this. I think I think it's a slippery slope because the morality isn't necessarily genuine. Mm-hmm. It's not a genuine thing. Yeah. It's not like these folks are like, oh, well, you know, I I believe in this or that. They're making decisions based upon the public opinion, which could impact their sales. So that's where mm-hmm. the decisions come from. So it's not genuine. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to take a stand. They take a stand based on what it costs them to mm-hmm. to take that stand or not take that stand. And so that's not a genuine position. That's based on that's still based on revenue and profitability. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So because it's not genuine, you don't think that it's a good thing overall. I mean, it, just to see yeah. what happens moving moving forward with all these companies because a lot of companies are forced to be like, yo, do you stand on like on some big issues? So as we progress as as a, a country in the world, I'm looking to see like we're going to be forced to answer some of the tough questions that even most of us citizens don't even know how we feel. Don't have to. That's what's going to be. You hear what I said, good brother? No, no. What, what did you say? No, what I'm saying, as time moves on, we're going to get to a point where we're going to be forced to, like, answer questions and some of these tougher questions that even, like, most citizens don't even know completely how they feel. Whether we're talking about, we're already talking about gun rights, and then, you know, the, the, the abortion issue, um, you know, different rights for different groups. Like, there's, there are going to be companies having to make decisions. Yeah. And, you know, this yeah. is at least where I see things going. Yeah, I I agree. And the problem the problem with that, Jimmy, is group is groupthink. Is people making decisions or following something without true analysis, and just going with the flow of what media tells them. So it still could be a negative, 
even though it forces us to have the discussion. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's a good. It's one of those things where even this conversation, I'm not sure whether this is a good or a bad thing. I just know this is what's going on in the world. I see it, so it's like, oh, interesting. And then like for for this thing to follow through the way it did, where Papa John's actually lost, Pizza Hut jumped in. So what's Pizza Hut going to do? Are they going to try to ignore and not take a stand one way or the other, or are they like you know pretty much answer these questions? But anyway, man. Let's move forward and talk about things on the field. Uh, so maybe you can get some more insight considering my chance to get the National Football League. But uh, the Chiefs traded Marcus Peters to the Rams for 2018 fourth and 19 second. Um, now, I know Marcus is to be a corner, a pretty solid corner, one of the better corners, um, which is interesting because I don't know what happened, what's going on. Like, cause I know that cornerback is a position that's coveted in, uh, in the NFL. So, a fourth and a second round. Uh, I mean, I guess it's, like, this is my perspective, my limited perspective from not watching. Um, you got back a little bit. I mean, you know, because no one ever gets traded for their complete value in the NFL unless you're Herschel Walker and you get traded for, like, a whole team. But uh, and you're, you're big on the cornerback position. It's a position that you study and you've played. What do you think about this deal for Marcus Peter? Um. I think this had had to do with some of the off-field antics or in the locker Not only the off-field, because we've seen some of his behavior on the field. It's not an indictment of him as a player or his ability because he is – he's not a lockdown corner, but he is a superb playmaker. And he's the kind of guy where he makes so many plays and he's so disruptive to offenses even though he's going to give up the big play at least once a game, he's also, there's a strong possibility that he's going to make two, if not three plays during the course of a game that change the tide of that game. So it's like to see him get traded, my speculation, as is a lot of pundits, is it's around the behavioral issues and the attitude that comes with Marcus Peters. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it has because he's in the prime of his career this is still only his third or fourth season, so he's a young player. You don't get rid of a clear-cut number one. So I'm not going to use the term shutdown because I don't look at him as a shutdown corner, but he's a clear-cut number one corner. He is your best option on your roster. You don't cut him or trade him unless there's a problem in that locker room or a problem with the attitude and behavior. And they felt as though getting fuller from D.C., I think they see more in Fuller than maybe I do. And I, and I like Fuller. I think he's a good slot guy. But I think they're now going to force him into being playing outside and being an actual true starter, and we'll see how that holds up. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have gotten rid of a guy like Marcus Peters. Um, mm-hmm. I find that interesting. There's got to be something there with that, a got lot you. there with that. Got you. Got you. Okay. So. You know, considering his position and you know, what I know his skills to be, that's kind yeah. of interesting to me too. Kind of interesting to me as well. But listen, man, um, we got our statistics that we got to jump into. It's from LeBron Raymond James. Uh, LeBron has become the only player the history of the National Basketball Association with 30,000 points, 8,000 assists, 8,000 rebounds. What is your opinion of this accomplishment? Where do you th- what do you think this actually means? Um, it means he's going to get to another finals and flame out. I mean, no, 
honestly, <laughs> it's a, a tremendous accomplishment and salute to him. Um, it, it's obviously very, very impressive. But with the way we, I'll say we, in the war room analyze sports, we've already conceded that LeBron James is by far and away easily a top 20 player of all time, right? That's mm-hmm. easy. We, we all know that. We also agree, I think, to a man that he's really a top 10 player of all time. Mm-hmm. So now it comes down to splitting hairs with his ability and the way he plays the game. Is it really impressive to just compile stats. Now, the people that are his, his supporters or fans are going to say, this is great, this is amazing, this is – but then I would ask, well, how did you feel about Carl Malone? Because Carl Malone was a stat compiler. And it is impressive to compile stats until you compare it to the other members of that top ten of all time um, class. When you start looking at the other top ten guys, now it's like, well, what was your playoff success? What was You start having to split hairs, you know what I mean? Because it's not like you're comparing him with other, just other great or other good players. You're comparing him with the all-time legendary defining players of the NBA, of NBA history. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, when you start making those type of comparisons inside that top ten, I mean, yeah, it's impressive, but I mean, it, it compared to everyone outside of the top ten, maybe outside of the top twenty, it's a hell of a comp- an accomplishment. Comparing it inside you know the top ten, it's like that's to be expected. Interesting, because you know, um, <laughs> because of my relate my current relationship with the NFL, I've been paying, I've been watching a lot more basketball because it's literally like I don't want to say mm-hmm. like, I watch MMA. As well, but the major, um, you know, uh, team sports. The last thing I'm really hardcore to. <clears throat> so with that being said, like, I watched a lot of basketball season from LeBron, play, and I've come to the conclusion that LeBron James is, um, you know, and I had a friend tell me the other day, he was like, yo, he he's a LeBron hater, he's a LeBron hater, but he was like, yo, I think LeBron is might be like the apex of like human athlete at this point, like just pure athletic standpoint. Everything else that goes with that, because when I think about it, LeBron is like all right. So let's put it this way: Kareem to me is the. But in terms of people that I watched in their entire careers, the two best players that I watched their entire careers, because even though I think Kareem is the goat, his best years I probably didn't because like looking back at his numbers and the direct that he caught in Milwaukee, I wasn't around for that. I saw in his later years right. and I got to appreciate his dominance and his art. At a later time, but looking at uh, with everything else is why I call him the also um, things that he's done off the court. But the players I've seen play, um, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, are probably the two best players I've seen play, um, and that's for various reasons. Like you can literally take e- neither one of those guys would ever play on a losing team. As much as I love Kobe, because um, I think he's right there after that. Kobe to me wasn't to me as dominant as Magic or Michael because, like in, in Magic's case and also Michael, I think you put them on any team and that team is a playoff team. 
for being. Uh, and, you know, that's for a lot of different reasons. That's no shock to him. But to me, Magic and Michael was these guys that I like. I just put up on a pedestal. And as much trash as I talk about Jordan, I recognize his brilliance. I recognize what he did on the court. And I recognize his dominance. But I just hate that everyone, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of forgets all the great players we've seen play. Because we've seen how by players. Every, everybody else. They forget everybody else. Yeah, so I hate else that. For, so I for, for Mike. But Mike. I yeah, I got you. That being said, when I recognize Mike's imagined greatness, LeBron is looking like those who had a baby. Pause. Um, it's like he's a hybrid of both guys at the same time. And it's like when I second think that, LeBron was created in the lab. Because, and, and I, I was having this conversation with my homie, Scoot, my man Colombo, but he was like, oh, he also has a little bit of barley in his game. But he was like, LeBron, might, if you take the top ten players of all time, LeBron like a hybrid of seven of them. Um, I don't. Here's, I don't, here's the thing. Let me finish it. I, I, I just about to kill him. I don't disagree with a lot of that. I don't disagree. And I understand that the knock him is always going to be like, um, team accomplishment. Um, but I think that also goes to the brilliance of Magic and Michael because they always held to the standard of team accomplishment. Magic won five championships and Michael winning six championships, and was about what their teams did. Like, you know, Magic literally went to the finals nine out of the twelve years he played in the NBA. So team accomplishment was like put on a pedestal, and LeBron just doesn't have that. Um, but there's so many things that go into making a good team. Magic, Magic happened to play for one of the better organizations that some of him with goo gobs of talent and did everything in their power to win. Michael went to one of the big cities at a time and got the greatest coach um, and went off like a, an amazing run that's probably not going to be seen by that Bulls franchise ever again, at least not in our lifetime. And that team success is a thing. I mean, LeBron went to Cleveland. <laughs> he went to Cleveland. Um, so if LeBron gets drafted by the Spurs, it's different. Who knows? But at the same time, if he's drafted by a team outside of like where he is, would he be able to accumulate numbers? Probably not. So it's a given when you talk about his legacy. His legacy is going to be interesting because I know how things are spun. Like, you know, big such as Nike and all he, he represents, how they're going to his legacy. But I think it's an interesting legacy anyway, just based upon the ability and skills he has and what he has accomplished with those. Some would say that he's got as much as he can get, but hasn't had the teams. In some way, actually, he probably has got as much as he can get considering his skill set. So it's very, very interesting to see how people talk about LeBron because I fall somewhere in the middle. out of LeBron and hate but I'm also not a LeBron uh, rider either. Like, I'm not a Richard Rider in the club of LeBron, but I do recognize his brilliance. And I think he is probably the best all-around player to ever play basketball. Would you argue that? When I say all-around player. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let me give that some thought right now. i go with no. <laughs> He said no, huh? Okay, so who would you put as a all-around player? I mean, first person that comes to mind, obviously, to me, Oscar Robertson. Um, cause, and, again, I didn't see him play, but I studied the game. I've read his book, and I've read several books from other players discussed his ability, talents, and I've you know, watched countless YouTube videos. And when you talk about all-around game, that's the thing that he prided himself in. But I also think LeBron prides himself in, like, trying to get other people involved, sometimes to his own detriment is what a lot of people feel. 
and um, you know, grabbing rebounds. So who would you put? Like, so we're talking all around players, not just great players or greatness. Just all around games. Who's on Who's on your list? Definitely Bird. A better all around player? Um, I, I, I'm not going with that because first of all, the one thing that LeBron is better than Bird probably uh, not probably he rebounds better, he passes better. And his athleticism is just like on, uh, on another level. He doesn't shoot as well as Bird. That LeBron rebounds better than Larry Bird? I think he rebounds just as well. I should say better. Bird was a pretty good rebounder considering his athletic ability. I think he rebounds just as well. Yep. Couldn't jump higher than us now in his prime. He was crafty. He and, was crafty. He averaged, and he averaged 10, 10 boards. I have a yeah. problem with LeBron never averaging 10 boards. See, here's, here's the thing, Jimmy. Some of what you said in terms of an, of an issue with LeBron is of his own creating. It's of his own creation. Like, and let's not act like he didn't stack the deck for success because he had two guys in Miami – could handle holding a team down. Not just great role players, although they were forced into being great role players. These are guys that, okay, Chris Bosh, you're 24 and 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 or 23 and 11. Dwayne Wade, you're 26 or 25 and and six and five. Like, and and one one without like these are guys that were almost equally as dominant. Not better players than LeBron. Not better players, but, but if you remember LeBron, if you remember when he when he first got there, they mm-hmm. tried to run everything way. They didn't allow him to do his thing and the team had terrible success. They didn't start going on the run and actually had I mean if you I mean, you know, people will argue they didn't get, you know, not five, not six, but they did go to the finals times and win, you know, win the championship. So um, Yo, in and of in and of itself, that is very very impressive. But again, I have to qualify, Jimmy. We're not talking about comparing him to the all time great. We are comparing him to the top ten. And you said let's compare him to the top two or three. So when it gets to the top two or three, we have to split hairs. There is no oh that's hair split. Like we have to do that because. That's the level, the rarefied air that that we that we got. I mean, it, so let it, me ask true. you this, and I know, and I know, I know your feelings about this guy. But one of the things that I always do in in slighting your homie, Irvin, uh, Magic Johnson. All right, when the game is on the line, and you know this is big for me, when the game is on the line. I don't want LeBron taking the shot. Even to this day, mm-hmm. right now, I don't want LeBron taking that shot. We all know who I want to take that shot, so we're not even going to put him in the conversation. To me, Magic was clutch than an M effort because Magic couldn't even shoot. But when the game was on the line, my man was 50% from three. He was knocking that down. He was clutch than a mug. Yeah, but here's my oh, thing, LeBron, right? I but LeBron, LeBron, my, LeBron, in my, in my Larry Brown voice, LeBron plays the game the right way. I may not want to shoot, but I do want the ball in his hands. 
because he's going to draw a double team. He's going to kick it to the right person, make the right basketball play. Some will say that's stupid. You want your guy to take the shot. But I think that's something that's like from a basketball, pure, pure basketball standpoint, I think it's it's like it's ridiculous hero that Jordan has created. Because when you look back in the history of the game, All that right. wasn't a thing. That wasn't a thing. All right, let me, like, ask, like, let me like, ask you. Let me imagine ask you Larry that. Larry plays at the let buzzer. Like, like, Dr. J wasn't taking buzzer beaters. And, like, it just wasn't a thing. You, you, watch, but, you, watch, you watch a lot of basketball, Jimmy. Let me ask you this. Have you seen late in games where LeBron has the ball, LeBron has an opportunity to go to the rack, get the foul, and he passes up that shot because he doesn't want the pressure of the free throw line. I, I need you to say something because coming from me, if our audience is real with I themselves, may, I may, whether I they may support have, me or I not, they're going to know. They're going to say, I'm hate. I'm hate. No, because here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have seen maybe once, like Dallas series. But, again, that's all speculation based upon body language. And I'm not a body language expert. But what I can say is, for the most part in his career, he makes the right play. And the whole clutch thing can be, like, demystified if you look at statistics in the fourth quarter because we also have this thing where clutch only means the last shot. When when you look at the statistics in the fourth quarter and in the, in the, within the two period, he's probably one of the better players that ever played game. But we I'm only not, remember I'm not talking, those I'm last not talking shot about situations. Last, I'm not that, talking about last shot. I'm not even talking about last shot. I'm talking about pressure-filled situations. You can go with the last four minutes of the game, the last two minutes of the game. I think that LeBron's play tails off when the game is on the line in the last two to four minutes of a game. I'm not even just talking about, okay, we got to hit this buzzer beater. Nah, not just that. I don't see him being as aggressive or as effective in those times when it's like, yo, we got to get bucket. We got to get buckets. And, and to your hero's credit, Magic is the type of guy, you could say a lot about the deficiencies in his game. When it was time to win, Magic will let everybody else on the team score 30. Yo, give me the rock in the last three minutes, yo. Give me the yeah, rock. But see, if I got to go do thing. it, I go here's do it. Here's the thing. Le- LeBron's playing the game at a time where everything is under a microscope and everything is exaggerated and people remember what they want to remember. For instance, we talk about buzzer beaters. Like Even if we talk about just plain buzzer beaters, right? In the season, mm-hmm. LeBron has... Which, which I don't want to do. No, no, I'm just saying in the season, he has more buzzer beaters than MJ. He, he does. In the, that's a fact. That's not, that's not speculation. That's a fact. He has mm-hmm. more postseason buzzer beaters than MJ, right? But the fact is, people remember the – and, and, you know, he said this themselves. Mike says himself that he only remembers the shots that he did make, not the ones he did. But LeBron has made, you know, more buzzer beaters than him. Um, he's made more go-ahead shots in the, in the, in the fourth four quarter than anybody that ever had a game. So you actually make the statistical argument that he is clutch. But remember those plays because at the time he plays – Kind of players going, which is why it's difficult overall to compare players from you know generation to generation because essentially we're talking about different games in terms of a speed, pace, um, rules, but also the the that's the, why, the that's why I asked you, I asked you the microscope test. players I are playing. You, I test wise, I test wise. You've seen LeBron's whole career. You've seen most of Michael's whole career. You've seen all of Kobe's whole career. 
You've seen a good portion of Burden. But what, I guess what I'm trying to say is LeBron, the eye, the eye, the eye do you want cool, LeBron? And that's a cool thing to say. That's a cliche and cool thing to say. But I tend to lie to you because when I think about it, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like I've looked up these statistics just in studying, trying to figure out, like, why is this guy so bad? But then when I look it up, I realize, like, well, damn, he's made more buzzer than, like, the greatest players to play. How come I don't remember those? The eye doesn't give me that, but they're facts. It's not speculation. So the eye test can be, because I guess the eye test can be a little biased too, depending upon how you feel about a pair. And we tend, I know I tend to, and most people tend to, um, romanticize, you know, the game or what it is they love when they fell in love with that said team. We tend to romanticize that. So, And I see it a lot of times, not from just, just from people in general who miss out the greatness of a lot of players, like a Russell Westbrook or a James Harden. Because all we can think about is or Clyde or Charles Barker. Remember that, you know, when we fall in love with the game, those are the things we tend to romanticize, but facts are facts. And I'm, I'm not saying all that to take up for LeBron, but I'm these are facts. So when I see him reach this statistical accomplishment, I'm like, what? He might be the best all-around player I've ever seen play. Does that mean greatest? Absolutely not. But he has a seat at the table. That's a line for that. Um... You know, that's all I'm saying, and and, and, I, and it's something that can be argued either way. I get it, because that's what's interesting about his legacy is, because of his small things that he's done, left room for argument. You know, like, so he, he has well, done that. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, so, so, so in your mind, him being three and five, how much responsibility lays on his shoulders and how much do you, uh, do you absolve him of for losing five finals? How, how key is that for you? Okay, so I, I definitely think that that's not a good look considering um, he's being he's being, like he's being compared to Giants. Um, I don't put as much into that as I as other people do. Um, I put put more than some people, less than other people. Again, it's another thing where I fall right down the middle, because I understand that this is a team sport. I understand that he's two and, he's two and whatever in finals. Um, I don't know if I'm talking about sports. To me, there's no better power forward than Charles Barkley, and, and and I don't think he has anything. Dan Marino was on a short list of quarterbacks who were just that good. These are team sports, so I mm-hmm. think that. And some people said to argue the LeBron say, well, he makes these conditions with his team. Part of that's true. Part of it, you know, part of that is true as well. But at the same time, this is a team sport. Because um, I've also seen him carry a team to the finals that had no absolute business being there. So I don't put as much stock in that as him, but I put a little bit more in the So somewhere in the middle of that, I don't think to me that when you look at the overall legacy that it touches that because – all we're going to remember is this guy playing in the finals all the time. Most people, a lot of people remember him being more than he's uh, accomplished. The fact that he remains, he's still telling his story. When you watch him play this year, I mean, I think he may have five more years left. You don't know what that's going to end up like. Um, so I think his legend he, still he, is he, he definitely He definitely does. Um, and, and in that regard, I think he compares well to Mike um, because I don't see LeBron slowing down. I think there are detractors. That, that fall, you know, in a category where they start, because of his age, they start creating things. The only thing that I see that has slowed down in LeBron is defense. 
And in this day and age, defense, in his opinion, in the opinion of this generation and even his generation, defense is overrated anyway. Because <laughs> offensively, I don't see any slowdown in, in what he – when he wants to, LeBron can go do whatever it is that he wants to anyone in the world and can't nobody do nothing about it. Defensively, mm-hmm. nah, he's, he's not the same player he was six years ago, five years ago. But offensively, nah, there's no slowdown. But that, all that being said, I, I can't allow him to be taken off the hook for the chip the chip count looking at the number of times he's made it to the finals mm-hmm. and in some cases the amount of talent that he had in making it to those finals and what he did to assemble uh, those teams. So for me, it's kind of like the Jerry West effect. Like I respect Jerry West. Um, I think he was, I think he was a, a, a grand player, but he gets a little bit of a knock from me as well because I don't think he should be the logo with all of them losses in the finals. I just, I just don't, you know, and we can talk about Dan Marino. I I look at Dan as an outlier. And then secondly, football has so many moving parts and there's 21 other players that impact it. So even though your quarterback is obviously your most influential player um, Mm -hmm. in, in the game, I still give Dan a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt. And then where Chuck Chuck is concerned, Chuck, I'm just biased. So I don't even speak on Chuck. I'm biased. You know, he, he, he had too much effect on my childhood for me to ever say anything that detracts from Chuck. But I, I can't give LeBron the pass on losing in those finals. I saw too much. Um and yeah, I, I can't. That that for me is what keeps him out of the top five, and that will change, or it could change, provided that you know he steps it up and he gets to you know maybe another ring or two or three, you know, and then it's a different it's a different conversation. But as it stands right now, mm-hmm. I don't think there should be much conversation around five with those types of, of, of finals performances. Now, see, that's, for me, me. I, again, I look at it different. I know you talk about Dan Marino, and you kind of have him this excuse, but there's so many. He's just one He's just one quick example. Like, it, it, it's a lot more than just Dan Marino. And I say that because there are so many great players who haven't sniffed the championship or they, or they got to keep one late in their career um, because these are team sports. Now, granted, this is basketball. You can have a bigger effect on your team than you can in football because of all the moving pieces. But quarterbacks are held to a high standard. So LeBron, a lot of times, uh, you know, I see him compared to Peyton Manning because people say with Peyton Manning's ability, he should have won a lot more championships than he did, even winning two or one and a half because he didn't contribute to the last one. But the fact is um, he played some dominant teams on his and a lot of things didn't go his way. But I don't think it takes from the kind of players. And I think that's kind of where LeBron will be. You'll have but LeBron has left the door for criticism the same way a man has. So you'll have people that say Peyton Manning is this great thing, but there are people that can make the argument the other way, or Brady people or whatever they want to do, they'll make that argument. And, you know, he's a great player, all time 
but he's left himself for criticism. And I think that, that that's why that comparison or analogy is always interesting because I can see it. I can see how both guys are great in their own right, but, you know, they left a lot. They left a lot where you can, like, pick apart their career and say they yeah. even Even if they are, they may have underachieved. You can make that argument. But you also make the argument that, listen, they're playing a team sport and they got as much out of, um, abilities as they could. Football is such a team sport, and, and it's so, you know, not that ba- basketball is cerebral as well, but football is like literally human chess. And the way Bill Polian um, and, and Jim Irsay ran that Colts organization and really understanding the game, I don't think it's fair when people have that criticism because well, they for one, you like Peyton necessarily build. <laughs> you like Peyton Manning. You don't well, like yeah, Peyton I, I do. But they didn't I, I build say that, I say that, say build that the, no disrespect. I say that because a lot of times when we talk about LeBron, I kind of wear both down. Like, a lot of some people just don't like the guy. And, and I understand that. I understand why. So I get it. So that's kind of where it like boils down to. But I don't like more distance. But I'm I, I, I learning to appreciate the great players while they're here because recognize something. Like you know, with Kobe, I, I'm I'm in love. I'm in love with sports, and I love competition and the game too much to to ever just blatantly and blindly hate. That's why I acknowledge LeBron as a top ten player of all time. I think if you don't, that's not disrespectful to LeBron. That's disrespectful to the game itself. That's like even with Kobe. I mean, we all know that pre 2006. I couldn't stand Kobe's guts, but, you know, at a certain point something happened, and when that something happened, it's like, yo, you can't really – you can't really it, – it's disrespectful to the game. You don't – your hate for a player can't trump your love of, of the sport. Like, shout out to that, that's – just like your – huh? I was saying shout out to T-Mac who's in the chat. He says that uh, – he thinks that LeBron's legacy – it can it can possibly mm-hmm. come down to that 2000 final. Said because if LeBron had performed to his usual numbers and won the NBA championship in 2011, his record would be something like four and four, and this may be a different convo. So he thinks that just that one year in 2011 could be the one to destroy his legacy. Um, I don't and think I get it's that. just that, I get but I can respect that. I get that I argument. That I feel a lot of people make that argument in I terms of like that. how he played and performed in the finals, but I don't. Think because I think that he has such time since then to kind of like um you know his dominance, but it's just it's just it's just very weird to me. But I wonder how that's going to play when he's gone because there is no other player in the league that has like the league on their back. Because because let's be honest, like as great as Kobe, was, I don't think Kobe ever had a league on his back. Um, because there's the, the, the first of all the whole Kobe and Jack thing. And then, you know, Kobe did his thing after Shaq left, but it was never like like LeBron. Let me ask you let me ask you Michael. Let me Michael, ask you a question. Go ahead. Michael. I think it's Michael I was saying, and LeBron. I, I agree. Yeah, Michael Michael is in the game. Michael Michael I can admit that. Like Magic didn't have that where Michael was bigger than was the game. Bigger than the game. LeBron's bigger, bigger than, than the game. game. LeBron leaves tomorrow. Who else is being judged on, on that scale? Like no one cares. No, no one. The no one. No one. No one. No one. No one at all. Let me ask you. 
Go let ahead. Me ask, let me ask you this. If Kobe, everything being equal and the same, but Shaq is never on his team. Now, you watch, you watch a whole lot of these games. Mm-hmm. What do you think would have happened with no with no Shaq? I think eventually, and, and the funny thing him, about this is, me I and think him this personally, I think that those two guys never got together. They both would have won titles. They may have had the level of success that they did have, but those guys were talented to a point that they would have figured out how to win a championship. Um, and I say that for both guys, Shaq and Kobe. I think Shaq would eventually instead of won three in a row. But I think both guys have ended up. Yeah. I think both guys. See, you're looking. You're looking at it. You're looking at it organizationally. I'm talking solely on Kobe. I believe if Shaq is not on that team, it's a LeBron and Kyrie situation, right? If Kobe is solo, yo, Kobe averages thirty-five a game. Now he might not have won, and see your 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 retort to that is I don't care because I'm rooting for the Lakers and I want to see Lakers success, which is fair. I get it, but I'm what I'm what I'm looking at is individually how great would the performances have been with Kobe with I mean, just the ultimate green light. We got a chance to see that. We got a chance to see that when Shaq left. He had the ultimate green light, and he put up numbers. He had went to like several games with 40 plus. He put up 81 points. So we got a chance to that. But again, that just Yo, I think to, we like, would have any... saw. I think we would have saw about five more years of that. See, but I don't know because number eight, number eight wasn't just 24. Number eight was very explosive, but number eight was a little bit out yeah. of control. But number number eight came into his zone at the end and got in more control. But to me, 24 is greater than eight. Because four yeah, yeah, is when is when it is is when like everything clicked. Number eight is way more explosive. So we would have seen a lot of people dunked on, but I don't know if we would have seen like you know all those things that we think we would have seen. But at the same time, um, it's like I I I just don't like man. Listen, could Kobe, Kobe, Kobe have done what Mike did? Yo, Mike did a season at 35 and then did a season at 37 a game. Do you believe I think Kobe could that put Kobe up could have averaged an amazing 35? Clip, but I also don't know if Kobe could have done what Mike did in terms of figuring it out that fast. Kobe figured it out later, um, how to pick spots, yeah, how to control pace. That's true. But looking back at their careers, um, in, in terms like I think that Pippen became the way he became because he played with Mike, um, and I mm-hmm. think Pippen might be the most underrated player ever because Pippen is an amazing player. With that being said, has Pippen become the player that he became without playing with Mike? Absolutely not. But I made a comment on the show last week when I said that, um, and people hit me up on Twitter talking about what when I said that the best duo of all time is is actually Mike Pippen, even above. Magic and Kareem and Shaq and Kobe. And I, the reason for me saying mm. that is because Pippen and Mike game were very similar. And at their apex, the defense they played was just as good as the offense they played. That for yeah. the other two teams, even though those two teams playing on the team that I rooted for my entire life, I'm also very objective yeah. when it comes to talking about this thing of ours. Being an objective person, um, I feel that Mike and Pip defense, and I say all that to say this: I don't know if Kobe 
ever had the success that Mike had without Shaq. But I think he was great enough to end up in a championship without Shaq, maybe not in a row. But I also think that Shaq was great enough that he would have eventually won a championship without being. Um, the fact of the matter is they got uh, together. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. I agree with that. And, See, and, and your, an, your analysis is going to team results based on the player. My analysis here is I'm doing strictly ignorant numbers. I think Kobe would have put up ignorant numbers. We know Shaq was Shaq or Shaq put up ignorant numbers. Kobe's numbers were at times ignorant, but when you look at like Mike or you look no. at even LeBron to a lesser degree, when you see in the column numbers, that this dude put up 37 is, a game. My, my argument is best all-round player. And I definitely think Kobe would have put up numbers. Yeah. He may have been the all-time leading scorer in the league if he had a, the, the early green light because I mean, Shaq still was a big I mean, people would say what they want Yo, to say, but, you know. I got, I got it for you. I got it for you. I got it. Kobe would have been Russell Westbrook, but on steroids in terms of the scoring. Yeah, but see, the thing is, my is like LeBron being the best all around because the LeBron is what LeBron like what, what LeBron did coming to the game, which was which also made him unique, is came into the game with that ability to pass and the willingness to pass. Kobe didn't really get that later in his career when he recognized yeah, how that, to pick it. Yeah, his that's, that's definitely that's so. Definitely so to true. me, that's what makes that's definitely true. Player. Um, and I think that Kobe in, in a weird way is good for the game. I mean, not Kobe. LeBron is good for the game that way because watch a lot of the younger guys play. Um, they they don't they don't mind getting an assist. As, as you know, they, right. they, they're putting that, that, up. And that's true. That's true. Let so me I ask, think I think it's a good thing because for a minute, and I, and I call it the bubble effect. For a minute, we got about years and years of small guards come letting that thing fly. Of little, of little, we had we had years and years and years of little guys coming to the playground with a sleeve over their arm. Yeah, <laughs> they like, yeah, I'm someone put your stats like, listen, I'm gonna let Yo. this thing fly, like, you know, you listen, I'm I don't play no defense. Not saying Bubba Chuck didn't because he he and played we, the pass, had a single game up. Uh, no, he didn't. Bubba Chuck himself would tell you he didn't play defense. <laughs> young, but he, he listen, he, he did play them. He, he said, did play to try to get his steals up. But uh, young cats coming in like I'm gonna this thing fly and I'm gonna worry about passing. But now you see um, you know more passing in the game or whatever. Shout out I can to Jason Terry. But here's the bigger point I'm trying to make. You, um, you agree with me when I said mm-hmm. that you know um as great as Kobe and even Shaq and even Duncan um had his run throughout that period. In terms of guys like just being bigger than the game, it went kind of like Mike. I'm saying then LeBron, like. And a lot of people definitely. don't want to say that. And definitely, because when we're, when you talk about that, it's not about it's not even about game. That comes down to the machine. Like when you when you uh, okay. say bigger than the game, it, it's Mike and Mike and LeBron. Mike and LeBron are Mike and LeBron are bigger than the game. I, Agreed, I, absolutely, right? I totally I totally agree with that. I totally agree. Now, with that. now the thing is, it's two things Maybe. that have LeBron in my opinion. Now his legacy will always be argued, but it's two things he has going for him. For one. Pressure unlike anyone ever coming in the league. Mike even had this pressure, and you know I think that he lived up to the pressure. Now he may have fell short with a lot of things, but the pressure that he had on him and his accomplishments are tremendous. So that's one thing. No, the second thing I will say, objectively, he 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 exceeded he exceeded expectations. 
So the second thing to say is, regardless of how you feel about LeBron, that he, he's bigger than the game has a lot to do with skill set, not like in, in conjunction with the machine, but he still has a skill set, skill set for the machine to get behind. So regardless of how we feel about this argument and his accomplishments, statistics, the fact that he can be mentioned like that goes back to the table of God's theory, I think that says enough about him. Like we've pretty much just spent about a half hour discussing his legacy. That's the thought because when a lot of great players go, um, we're not going to have this conversation or like really compare them to a Michael Jordan. It's some good players so that will never. What you saying is, what you saying is, we're not going to talk about Paul Pierce. What you say? We ain't going to talk about Paul. We ain't. So what you saying is, we ain't going to talk about Paul Pierce. Oh no! Like, listen. <laughs> We're just not. I mean, to his credit, he's not, he's 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 someone that we can we can pontificate about his his um his legacy and, and what he means to the game. A lot of cats not going to get that. Like, think yeah. about it. When when Carmelo goes, as great as a player as he is, and he's part of Nana Boat Boys, it's going to be the same conversation. He Wade, as great yeah. as he is, it's not going to be the same conversation. Yeah. No, that, that, no, I got a question. You, you, you're right. Question Let me ask you. Um, speaking of the way, all around, all, all around, all around, Oscar Robertson. Or I think that him and LeBron, him and LeBron are come to mind. So, right now, I probably put LeBron over Oscar, but at the same time, I can make the argument either way. I can see that either way. Let me ask you a question real quick, and then we move okay. on. Um, because Wade's name came yeah. up. I was having a discussion with someone, and we were talking about how a lot of uh, melanated chicks are, are starting to uh, amazing as they get older. Um, and this happened, you know, more Black Panther talk, and we were talking about Angela Bassett turned 60, and she's like, just, she's gorgeous. Um, so let me ask you a question. Of, from the back. Um, go ahead. <laughs> in terms of uh, melanated women, who do you think is a, a better in their phrase? Would you say Gabrielle Union, who's D Wade? See, this is sports related. Would you say Gabrielle Union? Or would you say Taraji Peterson? Gabrielle. That's crazy. Because Taraji's like 42 and Gabrielle's like 45. You think Abby in her 40s is, is more fire than Taraji? Yeah, I'll take Gabby all day. Hey, listen, man. Um, for those listening, I want you to chime in on that too. I know a lot of savages listening. Like, who you take? But I'm gonna tell you. Gabby? I'm gonna tell you who I take. I'm gonna Gabby tell you who Taraji. I take over both of them. And it ain't got nothing to do with the question. Yo, Victor Oladipo, you got to come up off that man. For the culture. <laughs> She's definitely fire. What we talking about? Me. We talking forty year old Melanie sisters, man. And, oh you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Bria might be What about there. Eddie anyway. Murphy? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's ex is uh. Is kind of pooping on all of them. She ain't Yo, even tight. Was she like fifties in her fifties? Yo, she fifty one. Oh, no. Yo, with a pierced name they, they and, a, and a seven pack. Yo, they killing these young girls. And a seven pack body in these young girls. <laughs> Yo, yeah. they three o in these young girls. Three o. Three o. Salute to them for three o and all these young girls out there, man. But these these uh. Older melanated chicks, man, is doing their thing, man. Hey, Tobias, I don't know if that was you waiting on the line. Man, hit us back, man. Um, we'll get to you in a second. But it's definitely time to move on because he talked about LeBron for a minute. Uh, Luke to him for 30K, 8 assists, and 8K rebounds. It's interesting because, like the author said, 
He may play for a while longer. That might be 40, 10, and 10, which is crazy. Only a couple cats that get like 26 yeah. and 6. Yo, one one last one last comment about LeBron, and I know I know you're not gonna ride with this, but this is facts to me. I feel as though had LeBron developed footwork, he could have averaged forty, ten, and eleven. Post game, <laughs> two moves, two counter moves. Am I lying? Am, well, you going you not you not gonna ride with it. Post move, footwork, <laughs> two moves, two counters, forty. 10 and 11. It was there for him. Yo, boy, me said, boy, boy, uh, Kitty Max said, uh, what he say? He said, Sally Richardson. Yeah, she fired too. Oh, Lisa Bonet. Yo, they killed her. Yo, they bodying these young girls out here, cuz. They bodying them. Good eating, spring water. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) y'all know what's going on, but they bodying them right now. I'm going to say, man. Yeah. Wait, man. It, it's time for the football, man. Salute to LeBron. Before we do, man. What hey, about listen, Diana Casey, DeVoe? Man. Never mind. Yo, it's a, it's a thing, dog. I'm just, I'm just letting young girls know they got to step the game up right now because they're getting bodied out in these streets by these, uh, these older melanated uh, queens. Anyway, man, check out our website at warrooms.com. You know, take a look around the website. There's a lot of fire stuff there. Click on the Contact Us tab to send us a message about our company, our show, or to inquire about the shipping advertising opportunities or joining our network. For general inquiries, email us info at warroomsports.com. Here on the site, you can click on the memorabilia tab, buy some gear, click on the blog, read all sports and war blog, click on the icons. You, know, you can follow us on all the social media sites. It's popping with our iTunes. Look at our webcast. There's all kinds of amazing stuff you can do on warroomsports.com because is the hub. Um, everything also on our mobile apps. Everything there as well. But listen, you can join us on the show at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Who still says www? So I'm just going to say it again. Blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. To enter the chat room, sign in for a profile. That's at Blue Talk Radio. If you don't want to create an account, sign in through your Facebook or Twitter account. And boom, you already got one. And while you're ready, click follow. Updates and reminders about the show. We'll be taking questions and reading posts from Facebook, Twitter, in the chat room, and Warren Sports, uh, you know, the mobile app that we have on Group, where we all every day play sports. But we have taking questions there as well. Salute to Casey back in there, you know, keep it active. I'm going to salute to Matic. I see you, Phil. Um, you want to call and speak with us? Call right this second because we're taking calls at the moment. 323 Press 1 prompted if you're already listening from your phone. One, if you want to talk. So, um, and also salute the, uh, you know, Skyview in the chat. Salute the Shitty the King, who's also in the chat, who says Gabrielle Union. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, Union is fire out there. It's body in these young girls. And this really has nothing to do with our conversation. You said D-Wade, and I was having this conversation today. So, salute to Gabby for playing it. Um, but listen, man. Yo, we, gotta go back we forgot. What's up, bro? Erica ba- Erica Badu's birthday. She just turned forty-seven. Speaking of really? speaking of birthday cake and body and young girl. <laughs> Yo, she really. T- I didn't even realize. I didn't realize Badu was damn near fifty. Oh, that's absolute fire. Like, yo, forty-seven, cuz. Let's see Mac. Let's 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 see what Casey Mac. See, I know he got uh, before uh, to uh. Hey, Casey, Casey, you good, brother? 
Oh, it's Tobias, I think. Tobias, my bad. Salute to both of y'all, though. Hey, what's going on? It's Tobias. So, Tobias, what's going on? Man, you trying to be ready? like you one day. If I had your hands, I'd cut mine off. Man, listen, I'm a poor uh, man. Just oh, trying to ahead, survive, man. man. Hey, a couple of quick things real quick. I know, like, y'all got Nick Wright uh, wet himself because LeBron had a stat that no one even thought of. But uh, my thing is is that, like, bas- some people like him, these analytics people, they're turning basketball into baseball where it's all numbers. And I'm not knocking LeBron. I think he's the second base greatest player I've ever seen. But, uh, like, people talk – let's talk about him without numbers because we talk about what he does well. I think he's a great passer. And at his size, he is – the dude is athletic for his size. The dude like 270, you know. He was 250 mm-hmm. when he came out. He was skinny about 270. And what he's doing and how durable he's been over these 15 years, that is something I don't think anyone has ever done. And I think that is a great feat, probably the greatest feat is any numbers he put up. Here's the thing, though. I, I get your argument about numbers, right? The numbers sometimes tell stories that just doesn't. So it's a combination of both for me. And I, and I get why, because the thing about, like, life in general, all of that is math. And that's a deeper discussion that, you know, I don't want to get too, too matrixy on you. So I get why people use analytics and data, because it's being used across, like, the world at this point in all business. All business is data. Data is where um, the money is at this point. But I understand your argument. Like I said, I see both sides of this argument. And it kind of like always goes down to how you feel about LeBron. You know what I mean? So I try to remain objective, not be too high on his accomplishments, but also not be too low because I know the truth always lies somewhere in the middle. And to me, in my experience at least, it always comes down to how someone feels about LeBron. Like, Brad is, uh, he's, he's, out of his, he's out of control. He's on a, the, you know, he's a Richard Ryder who's on just a whole other side. I've never seen no one make passionate love to a man every day that way. That's just like, ridiculous what he does. Um, but there's haters who are the same way. So it's like, it's kind of weird, but that happens to your uh, polarizing figure. He doesn't like respect his wife. Uh, no. And if he has a wife, how could you be married to a man that does that to another man? Like, I mean, if you into that thing, God bless you, but dog, that's it's kind of scary. It's kind of like, uh, all right, bye. Like the fan, like the movie The Fan with a uh, <laughs> Wesley Snipes, Robert De Niro. It's kind of kind of scary that way. Like, what's popping? Like, how could you be that way towards another man? Now, we don't even call him Nick you Wright know, in the war room. We all call him Neck Wright. But uh, give it that Nick. You know. You know what else? Like, who try to like? I think LeBron's great. You know, and uh, but it's like they try to make Michael Jordan out to be some gunner who never passed a ball a day in his life. <laughs> you know. No, and he just like, started that way. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, cause it kills me. Like, I love Shannon Sharp. But they kill you. Well, LeBron plays a full Hall of Fame. Well, the NBA, everybody gets in the Hall of Fame because Draymond Green is not a Hall of Fame player. Shut up, Clay Joe Dumont. Yeah, Clay Thompson. I could name a, I could name a couple of shooting guards I'll take over. Clay, I like Clay. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that everybody gets in the Hall of Fame in the NBA. And, and the thing is, I say this: not and they didn't form a super team. That was most of the draft, and KD came. The parts just fit. And that's why people talk about this when Cavs at the beginning of the season, LeBron, Mopin, and all that. Those are a lot of people he wanted. He doesn't want young players. But the ironic part is 
he's at his best when it's surrounded by mostly role players because of how his game is, because he does so much and he does so much. So another superstar will be like, look, man, I need mine also. <laughs> you know, I'm not Jordan Clarkson. I'm Kyrie, for example. And I think yeah. that's just something that he probably realized also. But, you know, I, I, I don't like going to the whole thing with the Warriors because, you know, um, it is what it is. I mean, they did sign the second best player when they won uh, 80 games. They won. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, that is what it is. Um, but, you know, I mean, I don't know what, like, Shannon and, uh, and, and Neck right today because, you know, nobody's objective. That's the thing. Like, none of them are objective when it comes to these topics. So, pay them dues no more. Man, but you know it is what it yeah. is, man. Let LeBron live. Yeah, and I'll say this before I go, because uh, I know you got other people on the line here. Uh, first, mm-hmm. thanks for taking my call as always. Absolutely. But I just think that, uh, like, I'm like one of the biggest Michael Jordan fans out there, the basketball player, not the man. Uh, let's get mm-hmm. that straight. Uh, but there were certain things where it was like uh, LeBron bigger and stronger. I think like. Finishing high, you know, for the size, you know, do that. I think Joy had a better post game, mid range game like that. I think LeBron was a better passer and rebounder, especially for his size, especially uh, mm-hmm. assist. But but both players are great in their own right. But uh, I just think that uh, it's like I believe the Detroit Pistons made Michael Jordan a better player, made him get bigger and stronger, and Phil Jackson helped expand his game. But mm-hmm. I hate when people say, "Well, LeBron didn't play a Hall of Fame coach." Phil Jackson still had to produce, you know, with the Lakers and the Bulls. Popovich was a was a GM when he took over the Spurs. He still had to produce. And so sometimes it's that. But I, I think the one thing I do criticize LeBron on is that, dude, just because you didn't, didn't win this one year don't mean you got to blow everything up, <laughs> you know. Sometimes well, Lakers build on a tweet. Here's the thing. Now, here's the way I always look at it. Because I see people have conversations, and they go deep, the LeBron stands go crazy. And I'm like, what y'all don't realize is MJ is basketball royalty. He's ba- he's, he's basketball royalty. He's basketball deity. The fact that we're not even comparing LeBron to anybody but MJ at this point, what's the thing about a LeBron? <laughs> yeah, like, so for me, it's like, I don't he's care how you feel on one, one side or the other, but the fact is, this is this is the only people that you're comparing him to at this point. To me, that's an utter compliment. Like, People don't even compare LeBron to say Paul Pierce's, the Dominique Wilkins, the Larry Birds, the Scotty Pippen, the Kobe Bryant. Like, there's so many great players that have come through this league, and you know a lot of the guys don't get there just do. But at this point, when I see it's like, is Jordan and LeBron? Like, who cares? The fact that you're comparing him to a, a basketball god is, 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 is you know, is what it's like. You know, I mean, you're not even comparing him. like it's crazy to me, man. So. What I say to that is, man, listen, that speaks for itself. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And they have two totally different games. And it's like, you know, they have two totally different games. And it was like, uh, you know, back with Mike and those guys were playing a different game. There was more mm-hmm. team building. Now yeah. it's like, okay, we had these two guys who build our team up and we'll make our run. Now mm-hmm. this is a super team era where, hey, we don't win. We joining up, and, but I'm yeah. not knocking them. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. It's just a different time, and sometimes, it, it, like now, the three point shot. 
look at how many times they shoot the three pointer back in even the nineties. Remember the nineties? A player hit five mm-hmm. threes. That was an accomplishment. Now you hit five threes is a normal game for like a Steph Curry type. And those are like easy assists if you wide open. So I, I think the game has changed also. And that's the factors in like the game changed that Jordan was playing compared to when let's say Clyde Frazier was playing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, so Absolutely. Hey guys, Let me ask you I, I know y'all gotta run, but Yeah, before well, you talk about here, we got one important question that you gotta be in on. Um who who who's killing the ball right now over forty? Is it is it Gibby or or are you rolling with Taraji? Who's who's killing them right now most? Oh oh uh you broke up for a sec. What'd you say? Who who's killing them the most right now? Gabriel Union or Taraji P. Henson? Uh I'd rather hey Gabrielle's hotter, but I don't think Taraji would tell all your bedroom business, you know? So I kinda like uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's a little more discreet with it. Hey, uh, everybody uh, knows uh, D Wade like getting on groceries eight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tobias, man. Thanks for all, man. Holla back at this next week, all right? Take it easy, brother. All right, peace. Casey Mack in China, man. Oh, let me see. Uh, get Casey Mack on real quick. Casey. What it do, fellas? The War Room number one sports show. In the world, and y'all got me on What's most good, appreciate it. Hey, What's going on? How are you? LeBron James. I'm living. Did a couple of water rescues today. Oh, oh, listen it's to you, man. Out there, saving, out there saving lives, making us proud, man. <laughs> you know, salute to you for your work. Yes, sir. Hey, let's talk about LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron is going to have close to 40,000 points. He'll have over 10,000 Probably close to twelve thousand rebounds and ten to twelve thousand assists. Uh, mm-hmm. Numbers wise, he probably will be best of all time. But the problem is, you we, y'all want to talk about away from the game. The problem with LeBron was LeBron didn't have no big brother. He didn't have anybody to show him. Okay, this is how to be a leader. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we give Dwayne Wade that that um, credit, but when he first got in, you think about it. 16 to 17 year old mom raising him. He had no mm-hmm. father figure, and for him to come in the, in the lead the way he did, I'm out. To me, that's that's decorated. That's the American way. But the problem is, we sit here and we worry about well, dang, he's changing teams, and, and we want super teams. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't get it his way, he pouts and this and that. We we fought him for losing. I'm like this. This kid has done more than anybody that's coming in in the league, and he's done it with nothing. So for us to hear we we crap on him, he won't be appreciated till he's gone, in my opinion. Yeah. But yes, you know, we'll be, I'll be a fool to say I I I, I, I don't. We came through the Jordan. We came through the Jordan. Uh, I don't fault. I, I recognize the greatness. I recognize the greatness that LeBron has, but I'm not going to ignore the faults and the flaws, the fact okay. that his one of his modus operandi is I want to make it easier. I want to play. I want to play with the best as opposed to beating the best. I, I have a problem with that. But you know I, what, B? I do. I have a pro- this, this mm-hmm. generation right now, you know, you'll be a fool to do something like Barkley did. Why Why wait to the, uh, the end of your career to try to jump on jump ship? Why be like Carl Malone and jump ship? If you want to win, you got to <laughs> do that sooner. 
That's why Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. Everybody viewed it a certain way, but that doesn't make it right. It no, ain't right. You know what? We, guess what? If, if we complain about if we, if we complain about titles and rings, half the GMs don't know how to put a team together for one. We know that. Anthony Davis can sit down that's in New true. Orleans and be the next Kevin Garnett and be like this. Why you don't wait till you're 33, 34, broken down? And be like, oh, let me get on this super team, just like KG. If KG that did that uh, four or five years earlier, he might have more than one championship. Yeah, but here, here's what's funny about it, right? Um, I was watching uh, Shaq talk or whatever, and he's like, man, if I can go back, he's so I just signed with the Bulls. He was like, I didn't know that was an option. So he was like, yo, salute to LeBron for telling us that that's an option. He said, because I know a lot of us would have did that. We didn't think that it was an option back then. We thought that you had to do this. Like, he pretty much has kind of, like, you know, changed the culture. They were asking uh, Shaq, like, well, considering, considering, Jimmy, considering the source and, and Shaq's view and how he is, I'm not surprised that he would take the easy way out. I, I believe, I believe. No, but he was, he was making a joke, but it was like a serious. He was like, LeBron leaves Cleveland, she could go to I'm the Cleveland. So he was like, they were like, what? He was like, listen, I'll go back. I can join the Bulls. He was like, I didn't know that was an option. So I just found that to be a little funny. Um, and I think, uh, honestly, Casey Mack, I think how, how that will be discussed also depends upon how the game continues to change from a business standpoint because these players are taking, like, to their own hands, and they're like, yeah, whatever I want to play. Like, they're pretty much becoming their own. What's the point of a GM now? Players putting their own teams together. If it continues down that path, LeBron may not, that may not really come up other than people who are old who remember, like, you know, back in my day, that's going to happen anyway. Like, the thing right. about it is every decision you make in life is not going to please everybody. You got to do whatever. Like, if you can sleep at who cares about those things? And, you know, what it is, man, but I I just think that um, the brother has greatness, and the fact that he's being compared to Mike in itself, basketball god, like you're being compared to the gods. So who right. cares well, where you really fall? Like the fact is, we sit here and argue about he's better than anybody. That conversation itself shows what kind of ball player he is. You, you, you gotta have a conversation about if he's better than Larry Bird, because if you if Minus that you know Larry's longevity is no. be nowhere near. But I'm just talking about the numbers wise, and we always talk about he being the best at in his era. The LeBron stats does his, does his stats even equal to what Larry Bird did? Because you know if you look at Bird, you're like, damn. I mean, his stats are staggering. I mean, we talk about how great of a assist maker LeBron was. <laughs> Larry Bird was too. He was a better rebounder than LeBron. He could score. He could shoot. He was clutch. But we never talk about him. I don't know why, because maybe because he's white. I don't know. You know uh, why. You know why. But, oh, but, but but I guess my question is this. We compare him to Jordan, but we don't never say he's he, – well, he's not better than Jordan. He's not number two. But if you bring Kobe in there, then you've got your Kobe apologies. It's like, ain't no way LeBron better than, than Jordan. But I'm like this. If you were picking a team, Right now, would you pick LeBron over Jordan? LeBron over Kobe? Right now, I'm I'm six nine two sixty two seventy versus Jimmy. Jimmy would take Jimmy would take LeBron over Kobe, I think. And what would you do? Um, nah, 
that that's a bit of a personal take. So for me, if I'm picking a team, I think Michael Jordan is the best, right? So that that's that. When I talk about Kobe versus LeBron, I'm not as convinced that Kobe is all around better, but the way he played the game suits what I want. I, I want I want a killer. To me, LeBron is not a killer. I need killers, murderers, serial, serial. So he gets the offense. I need uh, sociopath. Is Todd Akeem Alaykum? Is he a killer? Akeem? Is he a killer? Akeem? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I take LeBron, and like I said, I, I know Stephen A. Smith. I hate to um, quote him, but he's right about the first 46 minutes. LeBron does his thing. And I think his biggest problem is when it gets down to the money, the, the last two minutes, he's too damn tired to finish because he's playing too many damn minutes. He can't never finish strong. These other folks at least get – they trust them. Their coaches are able to take him out that's of the game. That's an interesting point. That's a so very he, interesting point. Yeah, he don't, he's tired. He's fatigued. That's why he but guys, this is, this, yo, no matter we're literally splitting heads. We're comparing LeBron to the god of our game. Like, who cares? If he's, who cares? If he's better than but Kobe. Even, who cares? Better than Mike? The fact is, you know who cares? We're having we, we conversations. That it. right there is a win. Talking about it. We'll be talking about this twenty years from now. We'll be talking. Well, that to me, about- that to me is why it's a win. That's that. That to me is why it really doesn't matter because he's reached a point in his career where this is a legit conversation. Years ago, people were trying to have this conversation and it was laughable. Now we're really breaking and, down. And is, the office that we're splitting heads. Like so, to me, it doesn't even matter at this point. Like he's already won. At the end of the day, LeBron's the most durable player. In any sports of all time, and, you green, know, I, I'm just, <laughs> thank you. Allegedly, gotta say that. Yo, AC it's green. funny. It's funny that you. It's funny that <laughs> you say that, Jimmy, because I think that if I if I had a conversation and I had the bet, I think LeBron feels like you feel. As long as he makes it into that top ten, who cares who where the ranking oh, he's is? In the top 10. And the guys That's... that I like, the guys that I can relate to. Don't care if they're in the top three; they want to be number one. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, you can say that. At the end of the day, they like, like, like Kobe, right? Most people, most people, like you'll have Kobe stands that like that will never put him above Mike. Which is why the old Michael Jordan thing itself is funny to me because it doesn't matter what anybody does. You'll have that'll never say they're better than Mike. But I get it. And I get that because I'm a I'm a young man who grew up in Philadelphia. Um, people who like Wilt Chamberlain is a, a deity in the hood in Philadelphia to the older black guys who are still around who haven't been thrown in the cell, mass incarceration, or killed off by the pharmaceutical companies, which is another story. OGs that's still around, they like on our show. Salute to Sonny Hill. We heard how he talked about Wilt Chamberlain. That's how all the old heads in Philadelphia talk about Wilt Chamberlain. So I get like. No one will ever be better than Wilt to them because they saw Wilt. Like, we see Wilt on paper. They saw Wilt physically. So you can't tell them that, like, Mike's on the – some people, like, laugh when you say that Mike is better than – they laugh at you. 
and this people in Philadelphia who saw Will play. So I get it. Um, but the fact that, that that's why I think that the whole thing mattered because these are serious debates people are having. It's not even a joking thing. Like who's better, or LeBron? Like the, when that conversation comes up, it's to the point now where people don't even do the Kobe comparison. They've already put above Kobe. Like the when I see TV now, it's like oh, Michael LeBron. That's crazy. So let me ask That's you. That's crazy. LeBron's a free agent. Will y'all kill him if he leaves Cleveland again? Or because he's a free agent? No, nah, he's right leaving Cleveland. I know he's leaving Cleveland. So one one time say is do we do we does it does it hurt him even more if he leaves Cleveland because quote unquote he's jumping ship to go to another team to fight? No, no, no. First of all, first of all, the whole thing will y'all kill him? I didn't kill him. First time, like I didn't. No, 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 no. You know, so, y'all as it's war. I'm talking about the everybody, the media. You know, but I don't think I don't. Think, be, I don't like, think I don't think it'd be because it's, it's under different circumstances. But I also think that if he decides to leave, he's not going to do it the way he did the first one. To me, the, the the thing about the first one, which was so messed up, is he made it a spectacle. Like to me, I didn't care yeah. that he left and went to my. But yo, you get on live TV to poop on your whole city. Like what's it about? Like right. the decision, quote unquote, decision to me. It's made that like back. He's got to do the, right. If you want to win championships, you got you got to leave. And like I said, hey, it's all about the ring right now, and his time's coming short. And if he's smart, he should land in y'all backyard. You got you, hey, NBA's about young guys right now. You got to you got to have some young legs and some young guns right now. And right mm-hmm. now, stay in the East, go to Philly. Oh God, I can't believe I said that. Go to Philly, Casey. And... Casey Mack, how do you how do you feel about LeBron walking through the East every year? Well, I mean, versus what? Should they change it up and have a one through six? I mean, this is essentially what Mike did too, though. I mean, once you know the what? Fell off, what's the what Mike did what LeBron doing and Tom Brady? Tom Brady walking through the East. In the way New England would do that if they were in the NFC East. Listen, NFC man. East every year. He walks through. What, what, what's interesting about the NBA is it's a game of matchups. I remember, like, you go back and look at the uh, the 90s or whatever. Like, Mike and they walked through the East, essentially. Um, and there were some great Magic series. Magic walked through the West. But there were some great series in the Western Conference back then. And the fact of the matter is, if you can get to the if you can get to the NBA finals, what nine out of twelve times? Hey, please don't no. There was no matchups. Come on, you still get to nine or twelve. I, you're, you're talking about magic. I'm not even talking about magic. I'm what I'm trying to say is the same thing. He walked through the no, world. no. He had a better team. LeBron he thought they were bomb squads then. That Houston team, once again, the Houston once team again, that they actually hey, lost hey, to, Houston team that they actually lost to was one of the better teams. Mark Sampson, Team Olajuwon. If you get to the NBA Finals, what, 9 out of 12? Come on, man. Well, first of all, that's because the team was so dominant. That's three of those teams are pretty three of the, the so ten did he teams walk of all the West? Time. He walked to the West. No, so it wasn't a walk through the West. Even even when they went to the Finals, it if wasn't a walk through the, the finals, West. It, okay, may I ask you this? Is, is uh, Tom Brady walking through the AFC East every year? He's 8-0 every year. No, he definitely is. But what I'm saying is... If you remember those teams, they didn't walk through the West. They were tough series they played in. 
and they lost some if of those series. If that was series, then they would. They, how many uh, Lakers rarely lost in the eighties? First of all, I didn't even say the eighties. First of all, I didn't even say the eighties. I said the nineties. No, you asked. I said the nineties. It's no different. There's no difference from LeBron difference. getting through the East and Magic getting through the through the West. No, it isn't. There are no because the team that. What you're saying is that the teams that LeBron are playing are comparable to the teams that the Lakers played in the West 80s? What I'm trying to say is they both dominated. Is that what you're saying? Their, their decade. I, I just what, say what, what I'm saying. Team, what team <laughs> dominated that decade? Huh? The Lakers, Magic dominated the West. Yeah, we came and named one team that got to the NBA Finals because the Lakers got there every fucking time. How about they the did. Houston Rockets? How about the Houston Oh, what? One time? One time? You want to talk I'm about asking. Rockets, no, 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 but okay, okay, they got there once. They got there one time. They got there in what? No, but what I'm saying is, you're telling me that the teams LeBron is playing against in the East these days are comparable to the Western Conference teams in the East? They're both both conference. Well, garbage. That's what I'm telling you. That's not true. But that's were, not true. The Lakers. If, if, if that's not oh, true, no, then Jimmy, you, 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 you have more teams. they went. You have more teams get to the, uh, the finals. You did not. Because the team, the Lakers were the, the team. Listen, like just listen to what I'm saying. I want to make, I want to make sure understanding what you're saying. You're saying because they went to the finals so many times that no, the, yes, the West the Conference, Conference wasn't that good? They had no competition. They had no competition. Not well, hey, come on, Jimmy. You got to think back. And I know you no, because because young, I have to think back. I'm not sure. If that was the case, to make this you, argument, and I'm not sure. The, the, okay, the, the, okay, let's compare, let's compare the 80s. How many teams got the NBA finals in the East? Superior to the East. Talk about the East. Philly got there. Detroit got there. Boston got there. Three different teams in that decade got there. Okay, so what are you saying? Got to where? The Lakers The Lakers got to the finals. But you're eight talking out of 10. You know what you're doing. You're talking about in just who 80s. got to the finals, not the quality of competition. The Lakers had three number one picks. They had a dominant team. The fact that you can make Jimmy, it doesn't mean that you're not playing the competition. If, if, if I put $100 down every year in the 80s, that who you think going to come out of the West? The Lakers. Because they didn't have that any competition. That doesn't mean what you're saying, win. but that doesn't mean the cakewalk. Just because that you make it all the time doesn't mean that the rest of the teams aren't, aren't good. Like, what are you talking about? And, and, the competition. Ain't no difference. You Competition's can tell, you, you makes it to the final thing, though. Hey, Competition isn't just, this isn't just like, well, they made it to the finals. Everybody else thinks. Like, yeah, what does I mean, that even mean? Like, you can do that. It, what does it mean? It means that at least, yeah, it was comp- yeah, competitive enough because if the Lakers didn't get there everything and another team would have got there, I would agree with you. But... It was it's one sided. The Lakers own that damn decade. Parody. LeBron uh, owns this decade. You're 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 equating parody. You're equating parody with competition. Yeah, you are. It's not the same thing. What are you talking? That doesn't make sense. They made it every year, so that wasn't that. It wasn't that many good teams. So so what you're telling me if you don't get to the final, I mean, just because you don't get to the final, we were still competitive. If if if, if there's another team, if there's another team out there in the East that can beat the um, LeBron team, I would agree with you. The simple fact that neither team, the Lakers team, LeBron's team, 
they got to the final every year. Tell me, but LeBron is playing terrible teams. Going, the doesn't no mean those teams are terrible. I mean, in fact, I gave the series in which they Look, there's only like this. There's only been. But but you're relegating teams. you're there's relegating it to who to the finals and who doesn't make it to the finals. When I got there, I told you, win for win, player for player, the teams in the West in the 80s were a lot superior to teams in the East on the era. They teams with more wins, more Hall of Fame, and now obviously that's because they're done now, also more top 50 players. Everything you want to name, there were more of in the 80s than what you're saying. You're saying, but they both they both made it to the finals. That's, that's, but you can't say that the situation is the same. It's not the same. Okay. Tell me how – why isn't it? Why isn't it? Tell me who in the West back then made the Lakers or made, made the doggone division or the uh, conference so competitive. Name, name the team. Um, and, yeah, Houston, Houston, Portland. One, da- one damn year, Houston. One year. That's it. Who else? No, but you're, again, talking about winning series. I'm talking about the level of competition. Competition so isn't me? just related to whether you win the series or not. Okay. You can't do that. Because it's matter. Yeah, I, I, I think. Things. I. I think the talent. I think the talent in the West, even in the in the eighties and even early nineties, was was far superior to what LeBron was was faced with in the East. I feel like LeBron gets a cakewalk every year because I, I don't even think a lot of times LeBron has good teams that he goes How to. Many he has a few good the, players. There aren't that many good teams in an NBA now. you got Houston, you got Golden State, and that's pretty much it. San Antonio, uh, who else? San Antonio's the third best record. Oklahoma, there's no, I mean, the teams in the NBA are garbage right now. There's only two teams to really talk about, and those are the two top teams in the West. I mean, the NBA is, as, as a whole is crap. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron more than likely will get to his eighth consecutive, but I'll be, I'll, I'll be quite surprised if they could beat Thayer Houston. Those are only two teams in the West. There, there aren't any good teams, period. NBA is crap as far as team play. That's why we can say Golden State go uh, predict Golden State's going to win because there's no competition. Houston gives them best threat. They beat Houston. Heck, they're probably going to run over LeBron again. There's only, I mean, we, we, there's no competition in this sport. There's three <coughs> games. There's three teams we'll watch every night. We'll watch. See, we'll see. We like to see uh, LeBron implode or end up getting to the finals. We're gonna watch to see if he gets to the final or not. That's the only reason why we watch in the East. Then, because think about it, we don't even care if Boston or Toronto get to the finals. We don't care about them. We want to see well, is LeBron gonna get there or not. In the West, we're gonna wait and see. Well, is uh, I can't wait to see Houston and Golden State. We don't care about San Antonio. We don't care about Oklahoma City. We don't care about. Uh, Minnesota, it is going. It is going. No, but, but basically, uh, so basically, basically you're going to you're going to uh, do this by proving my point. You're proving my point. To my point, the point is because you make it. Point? 
is because what you're saying, what you're saying is there are not too many good teams in the league overall. When I'm telling you in the '80s, there were a lot of so, good so, teams. And those still have not told me. I gave I gave you the one team in, in the '80s. I said Houston. You did not name one team after that. You didn't name anything. I did. I asked the Sonics. The Sonics. The Trailblazers. These teams with fifty plus oh, wins. What are you talking about? The Trailblazers didn't do nothing to that late '80s. I mean '89, '90. What were they at in the 80, 81, 82? In the 82. 80s, they were a competitive team after the Supersonic. What are you talking about? They and were by, and by the way, the Rockets did. The Rockets did the most twice in the 80s. What are you talking about? Okay, they got there. They got there. The Rockets had an MVP in the 80s. They His got there in uh, What are you okay, talking about? Twice. What other MVPs okay. is LeBron but, playing against in the Eastern Conference right now? None. Because he's been the MVP okay, for the most okay. part. Okay, 4-H, man. You're wrong because the fact of the matter is because you won nine twelve times but you're doesn't right. mean that your level of competition is the same because both of them walk through. The fact of the matter is Lakers had a better team than any team LeBron has played on. Okay. That's why they went yeah, nine twelve times. I'm gonna ask you just one question: Did the Lakers walk through the eighties? Yes or no? No. So, so they didn't get to the uh, NBA Finals eight out of ten times in the eighties. But that doesn't mean you walk through. That yeah, means that, that, that doesn't they mean it's a walkthrough. That doesn't mean it's a walkthrough. That doesn't mean it's a walkthrough. That's a walkthrough to me. So well, what, I mean, your definition is terrible. What's the definition of a walkthrough? That's not the definition of a walkthrough. That's the definition of being successful, no, but it has nothing to do with being a walkthrough. What's the definition of a walkthrough? It's the definition of a walkthrough when you're playing non-competitive, when you're Patriots not out of the team in your division with a winning record. That's a walkthrough. When you're fighting to actually hey, when win you're these beating series, everybody even in your you division, are, even though you actually beating everybody through, in your it's division, not a that's a walkthrough. It is not a walkthrough. When you're getting to the when you're getting to the finals every year, that is a walkthrough. What do you that's win? No, no wait, wait, hold, hold on, Casey, 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 Casey. Yep. If 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 I go to the finals three straight years, but in two of those years, every series goes seven games. Would you say that's a walkthrough? B, no one even remembers the seven games when you get to the finals every single year. They no, 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 I'm not no, saying no, they remember no one, them. Don't say no one. Say someone who's not as sophisticated as you are. Because we now, get away with just saying things that just aren't true. Now, you you mean, to tell me, mean to tell me the Spurs, the Spurs, the Spurs, and the Western Conference in the 80s weren't good. The George Gervin Spurs, who won 50 games four times, who the Lake played in the, okay, uh, what they doing the playoffs. What did they do in the playoffs? The team wasn't no good. Did they get, they, did they get to the conference finals? Yeah, they, they got to the conference finals back-to-back times. They lost the Lakers back-to-back times, now, but they made what? back-to-back times. Did they make it to the finals? Well, oh, because they lost two. They lost to one of the greatest teams Four, of all time. Uh, how many rings does George Gervin have? Zero. Thank you. See, guess what? You're coming how off now as one of those unsophisticated videos who's making it just about rings. How many rings does Gervin have? What, is that, what does that mean? So, so because George Gervin doesn't have rings, his team isn't good and it was a cakewalk because he doesn't have rings? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that his team might be good, but you're the like one telling me how great LeBron is, dude, even with his lack of rings. But when it comes to the other side, now that that's fits your narrative, you want how many okay, rings does so George Gervin have? Oh, well, okay. What I'm not I showing can, you can, is a okay. cakewalk. Listen, listen, Toronto Raptors are good. Pay attention because I'm schooling you right now. Pay attention. I'm taking you to class right now. 
Okay. Because you have you success, it doesn't make cakewalk. Take notes. Because you make it through, it doesn't make it a cakewalk. Those San Antonio Spurs teams from the 80s were great teams. Do you believe this, though? Do you believe that there are certain players in NBA history who didn't only who have not had championship success just based upon timing because they came up at a time you had to get through a Chicago Bulls? Or you had to get well, we, through we can agree on that, yes. Okay, so that's my point. So because the Lakers had success as a team, it doesn't mean that they had a cakewalk. Have a cakewalk when they played the Mavericks in '88 and it went seven games. How's that cakewalk? How's the seven game series? You're playing a three win team and it goes seven games. How is that a cakewalk? Okay. How's that a cakewalk? Mark Mark Aguirre is giving you 35 a game. They have a better record than your team. Well, not that year, see, not that year they didn't. But, you know, the 80s Lakers, which is the greatest of all time. But at the same time, the seven-game series with Dallas Mavericks, who won 53 games that season, and Mark Aguirre gave them everything they wanted throughout the series, and it went seven games. The same the same Dallas team that were Landon Blackman, Steve Alford, Eric Harper, Tim Perkins, Dennis Shrimp, Carpley. You telling me that the cakewalk? Who has LeBron played on that level right there? The Mavericks. Series. Who's LeBron played that? They ain't played nobody. Okay, tap out they now. Played nobody. Okay, that's my point. I mean, like I just said. Well, that that's kind of that's my that's kind of my argument or some of my argument against LeBron's greatness is strength of competition. He walks through the East like he can literally take season vacation and it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't so, matter. Okay. So what's the game plan? What's the game plan? Because I obviously, how many how many legit teams are there in the NBA right now? Name but you're proving when it came by saying that I'm there are many legit teams. In the 80s, there, there were legit teams. There are just teams that were all-time I mean, great teams. So, so, okay, let me ask you this. Golden State has, they're potentially going through the uh, West a uh, fourth consecutive year, right? Mm-hmm. So haven't they kind of cakewalked through the West? No, it's a difference between a cakewalk. No, they were down, no. were down. They were down in the series to OKC, right? They were down in the series to OKC. What was it, like three to one? They, they came back okay, to win. Okay, okay. One, so how one are you cakewalking when you're coming on, back from a three-one deficit? No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. So one series in uh, one series in the last three years. One series. They were down three-one. One series. But proves but my point. Like that's right? not cakewalk. When and you cakewalk, you know what? When you okay. Let me ask you this: Who do you who you, who, 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 you, who, who, who you to come out the West? Who you predict to come out the West this year? Predict them to come out the next three years. That doesn't mean it's a cakewalk. I'm well, not, the funny thing is, I'm not saying right. I won't cakewalk. But the fact you know why is they haven't cakewalk. Tell me one team. You know what? You telling me three years from now that the same team gonna get through? That's a cakewalk. Okay, no, well, that's not a kickball. If you can predict, see, what you're, what you're, out, what you're confusing again, B. Austin, I told you that you're talking about, you're talking about um, actually having success versus how you have the success. These are two different things. I don't understand why you don't understand this. When you play a series that has to seven games, even if you win the series, and let's say you win a seven game series every year, that's not a kickball. Okay. That's so not every, a kickball. I mean, you mean to tell me that. Yes, I mean to tell you, that's not a cakewalk. I'm, I'm giving okay. you legit examples here. 
This right, cakewalk. I, got I gave you a seven-game series, I, I, I guess I've been in, a seven-game series it's that the, the Warriors team, played in. The same team wins every year. That doesn't mean it's a cakewalk. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that you're now I agree? You're predicting you predict the Patriots have win the next right? three but years. Do you, but do you think the Patriots cakewalk up to the Super Bowls? Uh, we ain't, oh man, we're talking about Super Bowl. No, I don't believe. No, it. no, I'm asking because you use the Patriots as your I, example I, I, I of a cakewalk. I don't. I they cakewalk through the division, but they don't cakewalk title. Yeah. They do cakewalk through the right. division. I agree with that. I, but that's the no difference. in the 80s. They're no different how the Cowboys back then, when they're in their heydays. They cakewalk. If you can predict who gets you the uh, the final game, that means that's not that true. the team that, that, that's, that's not true. That doesn't mean it's if a cakewalk. You still have to go out there and compete. That doesn't mean that it's a cakewalk. Why? Because they're going to cakewalk through their uh, conference. No, no, it's a difference it's, it's, between it's, it's, winning and having some. You have to struggle and go through a seven-game series or have competition put in front of you. That's not a cakewalk. If four zero and team, you're just sweeping the team. That's a cakewalk. If you have to struggle to LeBron, win games, that's a hey, LeBron ain't uh, sweeping every series. He sweeps the first round. That's the only time he usually sweeps. Got more hey, to say about to, LeBron or what? Hey, we can say we can say okay. Let me ask you this: Even when he went through Boston, he didn't so-called cakewalk through them. That was well, that was series. before this. That's not he what Beal was referring to. Beal is not referring to the Boston series. That was before. Now. Because here's the thing: when you talk about what a cakewalk means, a cakewalk well, that's, is that hey, it's easy. That's one of the, listen, that's listen, that's listen one in case of the, you uh, would you agree with this? Would you agree with that a cakewalk is that it's easy? I agree with it. So let's talk it. about it being easy. When teams play other teams, put them in a six or seven game series. That's not an easy thing. When you have to compete against teams that win fifty plus games. With Hall of Fame all-time players, that's not easy. Just because you quit okay, doesn't so mean once it's again, easy. Golden State ain't cakewalking through the league. Right now they might They're be. Not, they didn't um, cakewalk through these last. When you say cakewalking, when you say cakewalking through the league, I think in the regular season a lot of times they they are. But I can pick out the teams that aren't going to be easy playoff outs. For them, like they're not going to have okay. a, a cakewalk through Houston. I want you to name all the teams in the West that are going to threaten Golden State this playoff. Name them: Houston, um, Houston, OKC. Yeah. Um, OKC got to beat yeah. Minnesota. It's, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah they, but it's about it's right about now. matchup. So what you're saying is that Minnesota is a, a formidable challenge. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying for, for Oklahoma City they are, yeah. I ain't saying it for Golden State. All right. Golden listen, State listen here, Casey, man. Listen here, Casey, man. We got to move on. We got to call to get to it. much time left. Just go take notes, man. Just schooled you. You shit a lot. So um, we'll talk to you later on, Casey. You don't exclude me because it's your show, Jimmy. That's the only reason I get <laughs> No, I, no I get, listen, I gave you facts. And then you, you look up. Look these facts up. I'm, hey, I'm Go to the facts I gave you, good brother. Hell. Listen, man, take me a call, man, Casey no Mack. Take stuff. it easy, homie. Be good. Thanks. Peace. We love Casey Mack. There's some more who's got knowledge in the line. Now I talk about what we're having this conversation about. Hey, Nodge, what's up, homie? What up, what up, what up? Yeah, man. What are you doing nah. this, man? <laughs> What's your name? Yeah. Yeah. All right, first, first thing first, a cakewalk, that's when you're talking about uh, that 
that 2000, I think it was, 01 Laker team that went 15 and 1 for the Golden State last year. We had one of those ones. Yes, you could say it's cakewalk. But as you've been trying to tell them, if you have a tough series uh, on your on your road there or even in the finals, then no, you ain't talking about a cakewalk. You're talking about a couple possessions, a couple of uh, you know shots going down here and there from changing the whole damn narrative. Uh, if we go back to that last Bulls team, that Pacers team gave them hell. They had to go seven before getting to the exactly. finals. So that, it, it does happen that way. And, and then the other part is, like, we we try to do this, and we try to do it too clean. There's way too many moving parts in this. Uh, the switch from a five-game first-round series to seven made it much harder for underdogs to knock people off or bruise them up a little bit before going to the next round because a seven-game series, That's more real. than likely the best team is going to win. Like, you got to factor that in. 80s and mm-hmm. 90s, how many times did we have incompetent ownership and leadership to where some franchises were just going to be bad for a whole decade and trade good assets to the already wealthy good teams to, you know, Boston – in L.A., when you start looking at the end of that bench where they got basically starters, you know, throughout the roster. So, you know, there's a lot of incompetence back then, some teams running teams just to make money and not necessarily to compete. And the 24-7 sports media, it's turned us into this whole rings or else thing, and we stop appreciating that there are good teams. None of us would have thought Phoenix would end their run without a chip, and that's in the Barkley era and the Nash era. But guess what? Sometimes good teams don't get a chip. Stockton Malone, all these different teams. Just because they didn't get a chip doesn't mean that they weren't good or that they weren't, you know, really, really competitive in uh, in the series against the eventual champs. So, uh, like, people are really tripping, man, trying to discredit folks. And, and, look, when you start winning chips and playing until June every year, guess what? You start getting nagging injuries. People start getting fatigued in the playoffs and you end up losing to a lesser team. So it ain't necessarily set in stone that Golden State's going to continue on this crazy run they're on. Mm-hmm. Now, they may be the most artificial team of all time because, man, what KD did was unprecedented in the him going there. I, I make the argument that, hell, if a team goes to Utah during the last Jordan 3 do the Bulls beat Utah? Probably not. Second best player goes to the second, you know what I mean? <laughs> second best yeah, player. Yeah, I, I yeah. doubt it. So, so, yeah, we do a whole lot of, you know, narrative and, hey, this guy wins, therefore he beat that team. So he's nah, 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 just called, just nah, just called, just called, called lazy, with Hall of called lazy analysis. The on those. Lazy, huh? lazy analysis, brother. It's yeah, called lazy analysis. Look, real quick on Bron, though. On Bron, he shut the door on the Celtics with Hall of Famers on it. He shut the door on those, I, I would say, one of the great teams ever, that, that Detroit Piston team. He closed their window a little early. And how much is the East different if Dwight Howard never hurts his back? Dwight Howard's I mean, back no, injury there, there, was a monster. That, like there, that changed you know, everything things. out there in the East. There's as far small as things power. that happen that can literally change the history of the game. I, I completely agree with that. But that, that's that's why, like, I, I hate the lazy analysis to be often called it because it's like – because you have success, it doesn't mean that it was easy. It doesn't mean that it was easy. Because there are so many good teams and players that if they did come around the time they came around, you know, well, they, they may be. Well, here, like here's the thing. Here's the thing. The average, the, average, the average human mind forgets about struggle and, only, and, and gravitates <laughs> to the party right. and to the result. And so that comes right. into play when you're analyzing success. Like, for real, for real, if we want to get technical, 
those those Bills, those Buffalo Bills teams that went four straight, All time I, I would argue in, in, in again, I would argue amongst knowledgeable sports fans that those were great. That was a great team. Those were great teams that just it just yep. it just didn't get it done. But the average fan would tell me that I'm crazy because they didn't finish the job. So that's lazy analysis. It definitely is. Like you can't tell me, you can't tell me that when you when you look back at those teams, right? Those those, uh, those San Antonio Spurs, they weren't good teams. It's not their fault. Like you just said that the, the Lakers pulled off the Latanza heist, got James Worthy. You're already sitting on Magic and Cream. So now you're putting together one of the greatest player, like greatest teams of all time. Like you got three number one picks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if not if not for that move, like the, the, like like George Gervin has some good teams, but the fact that it matters, they can't they they actually had to play a team that was stacked. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, that's that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> no no who who did they, who did they get from? Um, did it, uh, oh, damn, hard to remember. Yeah, I think man. it was Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, it was they, Cleveland. They, they, had, they, were, they were guilty of so many robberies, them and the Celtics. And this is a man that's without that, the Celtics that, pulling in Lynn Bias during that era. Or, or the great Reggie Lewis passing away. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that's what we're talking okay. about here. Just like right now, East and West, okay, yeah, it's, it's a little unbalanced. But, I mean, that's based on injuries happening, ping pong balls bouncing one way, or somebody making the wrong choice on a pick uh, in a year. It can go the other way in the next few drafts. And, and that's why I don't agree with that whole seeding thing because I think you're you're trying to solve a problem that doesn't need to be solved. You know what I mean? Because you're getting yeah. better ownership now. You're getting people making better ideas about how to build a team. So I think that's going to change. But uh, and and as far as uh when we do that tiers, I don't even mess with the tier stuff. I say there's a Hall of Fame and then there's a little room. Okay, who gets to walk in that little room? That's good enough for me. When Walt, when you got Wilt and Mike and Kobe, LeBron. Oscar and all these people walking in that little room, everybody yeah. else got to stay outside. But, you know, I just keep it there because when you start ranking them, man, you're going across eras, you're going across different yeah, rules, and, 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 and everything and, else. And you start splitting. Here. here we call that the table of gods. If you consider the table of gods, you sit take all the rest of the gods, go. good money. Like, once you get to that point, when people started having this LeBron-Jordan discussion, and there's, like, real conversation here, I'm like, there's nothing else to be said. Who cares who's better? Like, Right. No. Just, just well, have the bouncer tell Clyde yeah. Drexler, no, you can't feel in this room, Clyde. You got to stay I, I out like, there. Like, as long as you got uh, that, we're good. Don't do that to Clyde. Clyde, I'm sorry, Clyde can't sit at that table, dog. Clyde, Clyde can't sit. He, he can <laughs> nah. serve the food, but he's sitting at that table. Listen, Nodge, man, we got out of here. A couple minutes left, man. But thanks for your call as always, and thanks for your analysis, brother. Same, bro. I'll keep listening. We appreciate right, it. Peace. Yeah, man, some good calls there, man. Um, be off. Let me give a couple birthday shout outs uh, before we uh, before I ask you a couple NBA questions and we get out of here. Um, so you sure. know, time to definitely give our birthday, birthday. shout out to. Uh, and I'll breeze through this. Stephen Davis, uh, who turns 44. T West, 35. Micro here, rest in peace. Pete Rosell, rest in peace. And Harry Carey, rest in peace. So um. I just want to get him a quick birthday shout out. We can uh, actually jump Yay! into um, uh, we can jump into NBA talk because uh, we've got a couple minutes left. But there's like one that I definitely, I definitely have to get your opinion on because uh, 
I don't even know how I feel about this. It's, it's kind of a weird uh, situation going on in the association, man. So uh, let's talk about basketball. So let's get right into it, brother. Mm-hmm. All right, here's what I want to ask you, right? Um, the NBA sent a memo to warn teams against the dangers of tanking um, after they find Mark Cuban, um, you know, for pretty much saying out loud that, yeah, you know, tanking sometimes is a better situation. And there was a report that came out that uh, the team are doing what, they, what they're calling reverse analytics. Like it's asking them what lineup is the best, uh, you know, to win the best, most efficient and best lineup to win games. They're asking their analysts to figure out who's the worst lineup that we can have to tank and lose against. Um, so it sounds like the league is, uh, you know, um, do something about this. How do you feel about trying to legislate this? And what, if anything, can you do? I've, I've always been in a position where I feel as though anything that is contrary to competition is is a negative. And I know that mm-hmm. you'll have people that will say, well, the process, trust the process, and we can see how strategically it will make us more competitive down the line. My argument to that would be, are we looking at com- at, at making it more competitive? Are you looking at solidifying the franchise financially by breeding and dealing with players that you think will turn into stars? Like I, I'm, I'm the one we disagree on a lot, but the one thing we will, we will agree on is you say, look, we come in the season rooting for our teams to win a championship. Like that's what, if we're not here to win chips, like what are we, what are we really talking about? Right. So when you, when you, subscribe to and embrace tanking, I believe that that's the opposite of competitive greatness, no matter how you explain it in terms of, well, strategically, it's a good look as we, you know, acquire assets, develop talent, and we'll be competitive here, we'll be competitive. I just come from the school of thought that every single team that you put on the floor should be going out there to try and win every single game with the ultimate result being a chip. Now, the argument could be made that, hey, the players are doing that, but if everybody in the organization isn't focused on winning, then what are we all here for? Yeah. Here for? It's funny because you're one of the only Sixers fans that I know who, uh, you know, today you want to admit that the process is a good thing because you didn't like to put the team from a competitive standpoint. You know, even even though it, it seemed to work and yield results, um you still uh, were like you ain't with that being with the the quote unquote process. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it I think it netted some results, but even with what I'm seeing, as talented as they are, listen, I'm the biggest Joel Embiid fan there is. Love Ben Simmons. Took me a while, but I'm on board. Think Robert Covington needs to jump into a pit that has no bottom. But I, <laughs> I you know, I I respect it. I see what's what's going on. But I still feel as though there's a way to get there without putting out an inferior product. How does I mean, I hear a coach you. to not win? How do you, I, I'm, how I'm do just, you that? I just want to see how they're going to try to legislate this. Like, you, because um, what can you do? Like, how, we, how are you going to? How are you going to where you're not you're not putting out the best lineup when teams are like really figuring out ways to uh, be inefficient? Like, how can you? Like, 
I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, they're going to have to figure it out because now you got owners let's right talking about it. Now, I don't think anybody else will consider Cuban got hit with that fine. But, uh, you know, interesting. Last question before we get out of here, man. Anthony Davis is on a tear right now. Um, and we're having a conversation about where he uh, better than front runner. <laughs> whether he's a front runner for the MVP, whether he can actually be an MVP, um, or is it going to come down to his team success? What do you think about the MVP and team success? You know, what do you think about Anthony Davis? You no, know, you know the you know the MVP is all about team success. So I think in con- in conjunction with the tear that he is on. If he leads that team to the playoffs, then we're talking about contention for MVP with the beard. Now, the beard, yo, the beard might be one of the greatest one-on-one players offensively that I've ever seen, yo. I, 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 so, he, he, yo, that, his pick-and-roll game, his offense, so he's, he's kind of next in line. It's been between him and Westbrook the last few years. Westbrook kind of took a little bit of a step back this year, not much. And so now it's between the beard and the unibrow, and I think the beard has the edge. But if unibrow can get that squad into the playoffs and make yeah. some noise, then – Which would be funny about know. that is because if he got him in the playoffs and won the MVP, I know Harden was pissed because Harden has been right there to being the MVP. And I think they're going to give it up anyway because they feel like they owe it. last year – I swore they were going to go Cohen-Fee. That's actually a triple-double, just put it somewhere else. But um, what's interesting about that is that means that OKC was sitting on three MVPs one time. That's crazy. That's going to make an amazing 30 for 30. But anyway, Whoa. man, listen, man. Whoa. Yeah. Listen, man, be awesome, man. Thanks for, uh, you know, getting our, getting, uh, you know, getting styles on, but we got to get here, good brother. You already so know. What I, so what I want to say, man, thank you everybody for joining us in the war room. Those that called in and got to us, listen, we definitely appreciate it. There were some calls we didn't get to. We apologize for that, but, you know, I had this Casey Madden, you know, give him a little bit of knowledge and uh, shout out to everybody who got in. Uh, shout out to everybody on the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, um, in the chat to you, man, everybody that tunes every week and checks out on the uh, podcast. We appreciate all. Tune in next week live right here or catch us on man. You know, I'm seeing how we do. So until then, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy uh, everything going on in the world of sports. Catch everything we do at warroomsports.com. That is the hub. Catch everything. Dogs webcast. Cop my book at sportsthebook.com or go get from warroomsports.com. Until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top.
Cutters, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Work thrift, beef thrift, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beef mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. War Room Sports. Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.